it's not going to be a difference in value if you use one different financing than the other. The veteran does have two options to rebut the value with the Tidewater. They're going to get the heads up that we're not making value. We can su supply comps immediately. If that doesn't work, we can do the reconsideration of value through a staff appraiser. And then if we have to renegotiate the sales price and not pay the gap or pay the gap, the veteran has that option to do so. Service members should get the most out of their VA benefits for home ownership. That's our belief, and that's why we're here. So whether you're looking to own your dream home, considering refinancing, or just exploring the VA home loan process, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Helping Heroes Become Homeowners. Welcome, everyone, to our latest podcast episode of Helping Heroes Become Homeowners. Today, we're going to talk about VA appraisals and the importance of the appraisal process for the veteran. So if this is your first time joining us, I do welcome you to our podcast. We are we always discuss aspects of the VA home loan, things to better that process for everyone, and also to kind of debunk the myth out there, the misconceptions about how bad the VA home loan is for the veterans to use when they want to purchase a property. It's our duty to help the veteran use that benefit to purchase a home. So hopefully this podcast will change some minds out there about the VA home loan. So let's talk about the importance of what an appraisal means for the veteran. So the veteran's appraisal process, what the appraisal is going to determine is the sales price of the home. Sometimes that doesn't come in for sales price. We'll discuss about two options to rebut the value here in a few minutes. But at the end of the day, your conventional appraisal or your FHA appraisal, everyone's using the same data. There's not one difference between a VA appraisal and an FHA appraisal when it comes to value. They have to use the comps to make their adjustments on the comps that they're using. There's not, you know, the misconception that I hear a lot is that, well, a VA appraiser is always going to come in low, or the VA appraiser is going to be very conservative in value, or the VA appraiser is going to be very strict on things that he sees around the house. The VA appraiser is going to do a head and shoulders inspection of the home. They're going to make sure that it meets the minimum property requirements, which is it safe, is it sound, and is it secure? If it meets those three aspects, you're not going to have any issues with your appraisal in terms of structure. And you know, when it comes to value, they're just going to use the comps that are provided that are available to determine value. And we'll talk about that here soon. Now, when we order the appraisal, there's a few things that we have to do as a lender or any lender that you're using, there's steps to order the appraisal that's ordered through the VA portal. It's not ordered through an appraisal management company. It's ordered through the portal. So those four or five pages that the processor will complete, and one of those pages is who the contact is, the contact person on the order, which is important if there's a Tidewater that we'll talk about. So when that appraisal is ordered, Usually it's accepted by the appraiser in the area that they service within 24 hours. Once they accept, the clock starts. And that clock is the service level that the appraiser needs to give to the veteran and the lender. That turn time is usually 10 business days. That is their requirement to get it delivered to VA is 10 days. Now, some take a little bit, some might say a little bit, some take up to that 10 days and deliver on day 10. Some appraisers will get it to you within three or four days. So give an example on one that we just did last week, got it in about day five, day six, and that clear to close on that file was 10 days. We also have some issues or sometimes when a VA appraiser has to go to a rural location, it might be a difficult appraisal to get comps. There are exceptions to the 10 days based on the location and the complexity of the order. 
Now the appraiser, again, the appraiser is certified to do VA appraisals. And that appraiser is also certified to do conventional and FHA. So again, they're using the same data on an FHA appraisal or a conventional appraisal to determine value. So what happens once the appraisal is done? It's typically delivered to the portal. We get notification. We go down and pull it. We'll disclose value at that time to both parties. But what happens if we do not get appraisal value? Well, that contact form that we talked about on the portal, they're the ones who are going to be contacted if they have to issue to both parties what's called a tidewater. And the tidewater is a heads up from the appraiser stating, hey, I need some help. The comps that we have pulled do not support the sales price. Can you provide some additional sales on how you, the selling agent, determined the price of the home? You've got 48 hours to provide that information to the appraiser so that he can finish the report and see if we can get sales price. Now, when Tidewater is issued, however, we do not know what the value is. We still do not know. So that value is going to be determined after we issue the Tidewater is issued, we provide the comps. He's got 48 hours to get that report then delivered. At that time, we know what the price of the value or the price of the home is. If we're still short on the price of the home on the sales price, the veteran has another option. Option two is what's called the reconsideration of value, where we can request and the veteran can request a staff appraiser with VA to review. And that staff appraiser has a certain amount of percentage that he can increase the value if the comps support that to help get to sales price or get as close to sales price as we can. So once that has been sent up to VA, that usually takes 48 hours, sometimes three days to get a determination on that. Now, once that's been determined, the notice of value is then issued. And that is the value for the loan. Now, if that appraisal comes in lower than sales price still, the veteran has two options. He can have the buyer's agent renegotiate the sales price to match that appraisal value, or they can pay the gap between the two because our loan amounts can be based on the lower of the two, either the sales price or the appraisal value. And we're doing 100% financing. So if that thing comes in short three grand and they still want to purchase the home and pay the gap, then they're going to have to bring three grand in to close in addition to their closing costs because we're doing 100% financing. So you have options there. With conventional and FHA, you only have one chance to rebut the value. With VA, you have two. Now, when the appraiser goes out there to inspect the property, they're going to make sure that it's safe, sound, and secure. So to give an example, we had an appraiser on a home. We just got the report in a few days ago. And when the appraiser goes out there, he's doing a head and shoulders inspection. He's not jumping on the roof. He's not diving underneath the home. He's not, I don't know, he's not making sure every faucet isn't leaking. He's going to make sure the utilities are on and everything's working, but he's going to do a head and shoulders inspection. So he's going to basically, if he sees something with the home that is going to create an MPR requirement, minimum property requirement, he's going to have to mention that. So for example, this particular home had exposed wiring in the garage. So to fix that, it needed to be sheetrocked. Can't have exposed wiring in the home, right? For any kind of home, for any type of financing rather. But with VA, it's a minimum property requirement that that has to be fixed. It would have to probably be fixed for an FHA or conventional loan as well. Exposed wiring is not good. The other item that needed to be completed is it had to have smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors, 
That's a safety issue. All homes should have that. So that is one of the requirements that would need to be met on that particular scenario. Once that's been completed, the appraiser would go back out there and do a final inspection and state that those requirements have been met for the VA home loan. Now, also, the importance of that appraisal in the home buying process is to ensure that the veteran is not paying more than what he should for on the home. But again, as we discussed earlier, they have the option of paying the appraisal gap. Now, there's been a lot of misconceptions still to this day, even last year when things were going crazy, that the veterans' offers were not being accepted because they have what's called the VA escape clause. And I had realtors argue with me that they can't pay the gap. They can pay the gap. You also have realtors that have stated that they can't do the appraisal waiver. The appraisal waiver is an addendum to the contract that states that no matter what the house appraises for, they're going to pay X price for the home. So to give an example, the house is listed for 400, they offered 427, and they have an appraisal waiver, they're paying 427, no matter what the house appraises for. So they would have to pay the gap. The veterans can do that. Now, the escape clause is built into the contract to protect the veterans' earnest money if that house does not appraise for sales price. But there's also an addendum that they have executed that may supersede that VA escape clause because they want to pay the appraisal waiver or execute the appraisal waiver and pay the gap. Now, it's a little bit easier for a veteran to do that versus a conventional or FHA loan because they don't have to put any money down. That's not a requirement. So if we're financing a conventional loan and they're putting 5% down and there's an appraisal waiver, well, they have to put 5% down and pay the gap. On a VA home loan, we're doing 100% of the lower of the two. So if we're doing a purchase price of 400 and the list price is 427 and the house appraises for 405, we're going to be financing the 405 and the veteran's going to pay the gap in addition to any closing cost. So it makes it a little bit easier for the veteran to pay the gap than it would be for FHA or conventional. So some things to consider there. For the seller to maybe get prepared for the VA appraisal to make sure it, it meets the requirements, we want to make sure that you know if there's any improvements to the house or we just had a new roof done, maybe the foundation was just repaired, anything of importance that we want to maybe provide the appraiser to help show condition that it meets the requirements, I recommend that you let the appraiser know. If you're unsure about something getting passed or not passed, the veteran's going to do a home inspection prior to an appraisal order. That's done during the termination, the option period rather. So you have an option period to do your due diligence. The home inspection is going to be a really detailed inspection of the properties, ins and outs. Now, it's not required that the lender have that. It's not required for the loan. That is for the purpose of the buyer. So what I typically do is I'll take a look at the inspection report and give them an, a determination of what may or may not show up on the appraisal once that is completed. And if there's anything that may create a issue with being safe, sound, and secure, that's going to be addressed at the time, not after the appraisal is done. Because again, the appraiser is doing a heads and shoulders inspection of the home. So you want to get the property ready in the best condition that it can be in before the appraiser comes up there. The termite inspection that needs to be done on VA is going to determine if there's any problems. Again, is it safe? Is there a termite infestation on the home? If there is, that needs to be rectified. Now, the termite infestation, it, you know, the veteran's going to do a termite inspection prior to. A home inspection may determine on there if there's any possibility of that. So my point is any other kind of loan that you do, that shows up on the inspection report. It's going to show up on the appraisal. If it's visual, 
the appraiser is going to have to mention that. And that's going to have to be rectified, or at least the buyer's going to want it rectified before they purchase. So a couple things there. But more importantly, when we're talking about VA loans, the purpose of the VA loan, again, is to determine market value, is to protect the veteran, to make sure they're not paying more for the house if there's not an appraisal waiver. If the Again, if the veteran wants to pay the appraisal gap, they can do that. They can also use their escape clause and execute that escape clause if the seller doesn't want to renegotiate the sales price and get their earnest money back. The third-party financing as part of that is another way to get the earnest money back, but at that time, we're already approved. So you really can't fall back on, on that. So the escape clause does protect the veteran in whole on the earnest money. Now, what happens if the seller renegotiates the sales price to match the appraisal value? Well, that means that we're going to do the loan at the new sales price. We're going to do 100% financing, and we're going to move on down the road and get that loan funded for the veteran and then become a homeowner. That's the simplest way to get that done if there's not an appraisal gap on the contract and the maybe the veteran doesn't want to pay the gap. It's going to have to be renegotiated to match the sales price. So to summarize some of the things that we talked about today, the importance of the VA appraisal process that you go through to get that ordered, the differences between a conventional loan appraisal, an FHA appraisal, and a VA appraisal, the appraiser is using the same data. It's not going to be a difference in value if you use one different financing than the other. The veteran does have two options to rebut the value with the Tidewater. They're going to get the heads up that we're not making value. We can su supply comps immediately to get there. If that doesn't work, we can do the reconsideration of value through a staff appraiser to try and get the value. And then if we have to renegotiate the sales price and not pay the gap or pay the gap, the veteran has that option to do so. So hopefully this information was somewhat useful today about the VA appraisal process. I encourage you, if you're a veteran listening out there, if you have any questions, please reach out. Again, my name is Richard Seri with Alliance Mortgage Group. I'm the broker owner. We do specialize in VA home loans. We're educators, we're advocates of this process because we believe wholeheartedly that you guys have deserved, you've served the country, you deserve the right to put nothing down to purchase your home. If you have any questions, leave me some feedback on my podcast. If again, if this is your first time to listen, I do appreciate you taking the time to listen today. And if you have anybody out there that may benefit from this podcast, please share the link out there and try and get as many followers as we can. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you again. If this episode has been beneficial, we'd love to hear from you. Please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Also, for regular updates and tips, make sure to follow our social media channels, which you can find in the show notes. Until our next episode, keep making homeownership dreams come true.